Derek Henry out for the rest of the season. What do you do now? Well, we are hopefully here to help ease some of that pain and maybe point you in the right direction in terms of what to do. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Basement Talk Podcast, an emergency Basement Talk Podcast. Ed Birdsall, Jake Simone. Uh, Jake, first of all, do you want to say anything to the managers that do have Derrick Henry, number one? Number two, do you have Derrick Henry and are you feeling the pain that a lot of managers, including I'm, myself, are feeling I'm, right now? I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't draft Derrick Henry this year. And I had, it's funny because I passed on him. Let's see. I had the first pick, the fourth pick, the second pick, and another shitty pick. I, I it, It's irrelevant. I passed on him when I was in the top four. I took one. Obviously, you got to take McCaffrey, but yeah, you know that's a whole other story for another day. Two, I took Alvin Kamara, who you know it was great. It's been until, it's, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. It's about to reach that point, though. I think. Anyway, and then I took Devontae Adams over Derrick Henry too in full PPR, and a lot of people thought I had you know six heads, but. <laughs> Part of my thought process was I thought this was the year something was going to happen to Derrick Henry. I mean, I obviously was not wishing that on Derrick Henry, but, you know, it's just basic statistics. Like, what is Derrick Henry now, 27 years old? It, it's getting to that point where, you know, you carry the ball 25, 30 times a game, whether that be receiving or carrying it on the ground. As you get older, you just – are due for an injury, whether that be a season-ending injury or something that's lingering throughout the year. And Derrick Henry's been incredibly durable. And what great running back hasn't had injury problems late into their 20s? Very hard to find a running back that has a clean injury record. Yeah. Maybe maybe the only one that I could think of off the top of my head that really was had nothing is maybe Zeke. Well... He he was just inefficient last year. Well, Zeke also right. is it? Zeke's what was, was Zeke like 25? 25, 26, Yeah, yeah. But like the one that I think of is, is Ladanian Tomlinson later That's on. That's true. Yeah, yeah. He was one that I thought was pretty steady. Like even Frank AP, Gore. Frank Gore. Yep. That that is the ageless one. wonder. The ageless wonder. I'm surprised they didn't call him. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, you know, AP had his injuries. You know, Chris Johnson had his injuries. Lashawn mm-hmm. McCoy always had. Like, remember Lashawn McCoy with the hamstring injury? Of course, every I other week. Of course I did. So I just figured that it was going to get to that point with Derrick Henry. And obviously I wasn't wishing for it, so I don't own him anywhere, but um, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. So, of course, the uh, the news coming out this morning that Derrick Henry returned to the game, finished the game on Sunday, Wild. and then underwent an MRI, and it was determined that he had a Jones fracture. And, I mean, just some of the notable names that have had a Jones fracture in the past. You're talking athletes like Kevin Durant, CJ McCollum. Uh, Julio Jones, Des Bryant, Greg Olson have all had this injury. I believe, from what I understand, that there have been 83 documented cases of Jones fractures happening within athletes. And those are just some of the names that were uh, that were brought up. But the early prognosis for him is that he's going to miss six to 10 weeks, six on the light end, 10 on the extreme end. But, of course, you have to figure what position are the Titans going to be in. Are they going to be in playoff contention at that point? Because who knows what the hell can happen in the next eight, nine weeks. So it's very possible the Titans could be just completely out of the playoff picture by then. And maybe they just say, okay, we're not going to bring back Derrick Henry at all. And then you need to figure, well, let's just imagine here and say 
The six-week timetable brings him back in week 15. That's the first week of fantasy playoffs. Is Derrick Henry going to be the same guy? Because this is an injury that we saw with Julio. We saw it with Dez. They needed to have second surgeries after the fact for them to get back to their best. So is it at all possible that Derrick Henry just doesn't come back at all this year? And is and then maybe in a more longer-term view, are we talking about Derrick Henry maybe not being the same guy for next year, then needing a second surgery? And then at that point, we're talking about Derrick Henry when he's 29. Do we really expect that Derrick Henry I, – I, I mean, I hate yeah. to ask this question right now, but is it very possible that the best days of Derrick Henry being Derrick Henry are, are done? No, nah, I don't think so. I think Henry will be fine. Um, I don't think we see – I actually think he comes back for the playoffs this year, as oddly as that sounds. Um, they should make the playoffs. It's a very winnable division. I don't think that's much of a concern for the Tennessee Titans, so there's that. Um, Derrick Henry is a different breed, man. Like this, this guy came back into the game <laughs> after suffering the injury. So that just, his pain tolerance pro- is probably a little bit different than most of those other guys. All right. And it's like, yes, that injury, it's not like the Achilles injury for a running back. That's older. You know what I'm saying? Or even the torn ACL for an older running back. Um, so Yes, injuries suck, and it's not going to be something that probably lingers with Derrick Henry. I know that some guys have had the second surgery, but those guys weren't built like Derrick Henry. I'll tell you that much. Uh, not many people are. So I, I think Derrick Henry is – I honestly think Derrick Henry is a nice little buy low in Dynasty right now. If you're a good team that's probably not going to make the playoffs this year and you just want to retool for next year to kind of make that championship run, I think Derrick Henry is a nice little buy low. Um from that perspective. And I think Derrick Henry should still be a first round pick in fantasy next year. So I, I don't expect him to slow down at all. So in terms of, let me, let's just, let's just go into the part where everyone just kind of wants us to talk about now the replacement options for Derrick Henry in fantasy. Let's just start in house right now from Adrian Peterson, who just signed with Tennessee on Monday and Jerry McNichols rank those guys that you would want to have. Uh, McNichols, number one, clear cut. We'll talk more about him. I think I think Adrian Peterson is pretty close to unplayable. <laughs> like, if you want my honest opinion. Like, dude, this guy, what, how old is Adrian Peterson now? He's got to be like 37, 38 now. I think he's younger than that. I believe, I believe he's 30, maybe 34, 35. Let's say. He is 36. Okay, so yeah, we were in the middle on that one. All right, so, you know, no, like, why would you want to willingly start Adrian Peterson? How many touches could Adrian Peterson get at 36 years old? Like, maybe 15 on a good day? On a good day, on a very good day. He He's a touchdown or bust type of desperation play, whereas I think McNichols, in full PPR, I went to the Jets-Titans game this year. Let me tell you something. Jeremy McNichols was cooking the Jets on those screens in that game. Like, he looked good. So, Mick Nichols might be that kind of guy that, you know, it's not, he's obviously not going to be Derrick Henry, but could he be a low to mid RB2 high end flex play in full PPR? Yeah, I think so, especially with an offense that's probably going to lean more on the passing game now with Ryan Tannehill. And they're going to score points. It's not like this is like, uh, you know, the Texans offense we're talking about here. Like the Titans can still score points and there's going to be plenty of scoring opportunities. And, with the volume alone in the passing game, give me Jeremy McNichols this week, man. I'm definitely high on him. Rest of season, where would you be ranking 
Jerry and Nichols. If you had to think of a spot off the top of your head, top thirty play easily. That that's being like extremely conservative for me. I could tell you where I have them. I just got to, I updated these ranks today. Jeremy McNichols rest of season is a top 30 play for me. Yes. I have him. I have him at 26. I have him below Michael Carter, below Kareem Hunt, above Clyde, Elijah Mitchell Montgomery. Let, let's just play the the wood. Let's just go with just a couple of guys. All right. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Jeremy McNichols or Elijah Mitchell? I have Elijah Mitchell higher. Okay. Jeremy McNichols or Daryl Williams for the next however long until Clyde's out? Short term Williams, long term McNichols. Last one. Jeremy McNichols. Or let's think of like a cusp guy right now. Oh, here's a good one. Jerry McNichols or Leonard Fournette? Oh, Fournette. Yeah. Yeah, Fournette. The guy, the guy that I have right neck and neck with Jeremy McNichols, and this is an interesting one. I want to hear your take on it because I wasn't sure where to, you know, if I was going to go above or below. I have him below right now. Jerry McNichols or Josh Jacobs in full PPR. Um, give me, give me Josh Jacobs still. That's what I had. It's I, close. I, I had. I had Jacobs ahead, but close. Very, very, very close. So it's, in terms very of, close. so in terms of waiver wire ads for this week, and we'll do a quick little, um, waiver deal here. Obviously McNichols is going to be the prize that this is, I think, you know, if you have a big fat hole at running back, and you are on the cusp of being a playoff team, or you need that one extra guy to push you sort of over the edge, this is the guy to go and get. This is the big prize of waivers this week. So, Jake, the question that I have for you, and I have a number down as well, how much fab, say we're in, say we're in a $150 budget, at this point of the year, Say most average teams, maybe they've spent about, if they're smart, they spent 50. Maybe they've spent 50 bucks. Maybe we're talking, maybe they're down. Let's just say they have $90 or so left of fab. Let's just say average. How much of those $90 are you going to go and spend now on Jerry McNichols? Okay. Uh, you want a real life situation here? Sure. My starting running backs in my one league are like heinous, like just, just pointing it out there. So I, I started Ty Johnson last week and Philip Lindsay. Cause I have Miles Sanders hurt, but my receivers are stacked. My team has one loss. I'm spending every single cent on Jeremy McNichols this week. I have $103 left. That's third in the league. Okay. So you're, you're, you're going for broke, going for broke. I'm doing it in every single league, my league that I'm, Two and six, maybe three and five in. What the fuck do I have to lose? I'm spending yep. all my money on Jeremy McNichols. That's fair. Um, <sighs> Dynasty, is he? He might be on some Dynasty rosters, believe it or not. Some Dynasty waivers. I, I would spend it. I would. I think I would. I think I'd spend it all there, too, with how thin Dynasty leagues are. 
I, I honestly, I would say it really depends on what your fab rules kind of suggest. Like if you're a team that's outside the playoff bubble looking in, yes, go and spend a big percentage of your fab on Jerry McNichols. If you're in a league where, or if you're a team where you're top of a, or close to top of the league, and depending on your running back situation, Jerry McNichols is a guy that I think could, he could either help or not so much. It just depends on what your roster construction right. looks like. Like, say you have your top two running backs for the rest of the year are. Say it's Leonard Fournette, Chase Edmonds, and say you have Darrell Williams. Let's just say those are your three. I don't really know if Jeremy McNichols cracks that top three immediately. Yeah. Especially when they're playing the Rams on Sunday night football. I, I just don't know if McNichols cracks that right away. But say your top three running backs are guys like Zach Moss, Khalil Herbert, and Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Jerry McNichols has a great case that he should be starting over two, if yeah. not all three of those guys. You want a good example of, guy, sure. of a situation like that? Absolutely. Alvin Kamara, obviously said and forget. Yep. Chuba Hubbard, Darrell Williams, Ty Johnson, Kareem Hunt on the IR. That's a spot where you go, where you go in and you send it for McNichols. I'm going to be two and six after tonight too. Bearing a miracle. Yeah. I got, I got to run the table to have any type of shot. Yeah. And, and, and again, that's where you have nothing to lose. So if you're in the, if you're in that fab league and you are in the same position as Jake and you're sitting at good to be sitting at two and six and you're setting your waiver claims tomorrow and you have absolutely nothing to lose. Guess what? You full send it. You full send it for Jeremy Nichols. And if your team sucks, your team sucks. You won't be going and spending any more money on fab. But at that point, who cares anyway? Yeah. And honestly, like, it's not like this team sucks either. I've lost four games by less than 10 points. So who knows? Maybe Jeremy McNichols is the James Conner when he filled in for Le'Veon Bell. Who knows? We, we don't know that. No, we, we, we don't know that. We don't know that at all. But I think immediately yeah. McNichols has all of the appeal in the world. And, and let me just advise people, don't don't spend a lot of money on Adrian Peterson, please. Yeah, yeah, Just I would five, five to ten dollars at most. I won't be bidding on him personally, Adrian Peterson, because it gets to a point where even if he's the quote unquote starting running back, I don't even want to. I, I don't want to play him. No, no, neither would I. Neither like, would I. I think at, at that point, it's just kind of like, what, what are you going to expect from 36 year old running back? He's not no. going to be a guy that wins you a championship. No, can McNichols be that guy? Absolutely. He can be. He can be. Yeah. Absolutely. Anytime you have a possible league winner. You got to go for it. There's really that there's really no other handcuff that's on waivers right now that, in my opinion, could be a league winner. Like James Robinson's hurt right now. Are we really going to go rush and go add Carlos Hyde? No, but James Robinson, they did say is day to day. Day to day. Probably misses this week, though, if I had to guess. More than likely, yes. Yeah. So, like, we're not going to go add Carlos Hyde. Like, who's another guy that's like a high end? Um, Tony Pollard. Okay, no, no, no. Pollard's not on waivers, though. I'm, I'm thinking of guys. Oh, guys that are going to be that are on, on waivers. Waivers that could be picked up if something happens to the guy in front of them. Sony Michelle. Michelle's owned in all my leagues, honestly. 
Really? He's owned in, he's owned in every single one. He's in he's owned in none I, of mine. I had to trade because I'm a Henderson owner. I had to trade Brandon Ayuk, who, by the way, just all this gives me that ten points I needed last week. I would have won. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> I don't want um, to. <laughs> but a, no, there's that guy is really not out there. That and even is Michelle really going to win you a championship? I don't no. know about that. No. Like maybe Ronald Jones if something happened to Fournette. That's and see, the only and see guy. Ronald Jones is owned in all of my leagues. That's weird. He's yeah, on, he's I, available in all of mine. Interesting. And and your leagues are very RB heavy. They're very RB heavy. Most of yeah. them are two flex leagues too. That has something oh, to do okay. with it. Okay. How, how about this one? What if something happens to David Johnson now? Philip Lindsay. Yeah. I mean, who the fuck knows though with them? Rex Burkhead got a touchdown yesterday. True. True. Very true. Or maybe like to a lesser extent, maybe if something happened to Josh Jacobs again, Peyton Barber. Yeah. Yeah. He he clearly was the was the guy, but who knows now with the new coaching staff with with but, what they would do yeah. in that instance. The moral of the story is though, like there's not a McNichols that's gonna be available in all likelihood for the rest of the season. Even if it fails, you you gotta you take know, the shot. You gotta take the shot. You don't wanna be sitting there because that off chance that he is like James Connor or who was it last year that Phil even James Robinson from last year. Mm-hmm. The off chance of that happening, there's a good chance that Jeremy McNichols is on the most uh championship teams. Like, there's a chance. I can make yeah. the case. Oh, yeah. There's a big chance. So There's a very if, big chance. If I had that chance, I'm taking it. I don't want to be sitting there with any regrets. That's just me personally, though. As for next year and as of looking at Derrick Henry and what he may be next year, there was talk, and I know we had talked about this, you and I, and I know I've talked about it with Adam. I was in the camp that Derrick Henry was the number one pick for, for next year. I'm still, I'm still kind of in that camp but it's definitely a much more wide open discussion where you have to bring Dalvin cook into it. You still have McCaffrey in it. Najee Harris is in it. Alvin Kamara. Did I say Kamara? I don't know. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's got to be in this conversation. It's, it's a wide open conversation now, whereas can before I, yeah. it could have been Derrick Henry clear cut. Can I give you a wild card? Sure. Cam Akers. For the number one overall pick. I don't know. I mean, there are people that are nervous about him in Dynasty right now. Oh, I'm because of what Darrell Henderson is doing. Nah. I, I I mean, if you look at the numbers though, from when Acres was at his peak last year, from what Henderson is doing now, it's not it's night and day. Acres was better. I mean, Acres was better, but people, people the, the the counter to that is a lot of people will say Acres really did it with one game, with one monster game. That's the, the 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 premier argument, and no. now people are also going to say that if we're going to put injured running backs and, and we're going to throw them into this mix, that pr- there's a case to be made that maybe Dobbins and Travis no. Etienne are in better Completely shape to come bu- to come back because they're dealing with the ACLs, whereas Cam is dealing with the Achilles. I understand two different injuries, two different severities. And Cam has been it. out. Cam's been out longer, and also they they spent the second round pick on Cam Akers. Like this is a guy Sean McVay, and this is Sean McVay also. Yeah, he's not gonna, he's the, not going to be useless, but at the same time, yeah, we're all seeing what Darrell Henderson is doing, and am I am I going to be completely surprised if you know Cam Akers comes back next year? They ease him back slowly. And they want to do a committee between Henderson and Cam Akers? No, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I I would be really surprised to be completely honest with you. I, I think Cam a- I think Cam Akers is a, is a better he, running back than, he, than yeah. Darrell Henderson. Here's another wild card: 
is Devontae Adams ever going to be in the conversation? Um, if, if, he if, if not, Green, yeah, if Green Bay obviously keeps Aaron Rodgers, yes. If he doesn't have, the, if he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers, I don't think I'll have Devontae Adams as a top five receiver. Well, it depends. I mean, like, what if he goes to the Chiefs? It depends oh, well, where he goes. If there's what if he goes to the chart? There's there's obviously some. He will. He would not be a top five receiver if he stays on Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, that's that's well. He he did put up numbers with Brett Hundley though, like high end numbers too. Wide receiver one numbers when Brett Hundley was the quarterback. He did. He did. So, but I just. I also just. I, I'm not a Jordan Love guy. Who's to say Jordan Love would be the quarterback? True. Fair point. It. it but also Adams is a free agent too. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think Green Bay would let Adams walk. I think they tag him before they would just let him go. Bye bye for nothing. Yeah, I have a weird feeling that that Rodgers and Green Bay are going to mend the relationship. I, I do a, too. I, I just have a weird feeling. Yeah, I do too. I, I think. Listen, if it was really that bad, he looks pretty happy to me, man. When he's out there, like if he if he's faking it, he's doing a damn good job of it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think. Really, it's it's just come it's coming down right now to what they're gonna pay him when it's all said and done. Yeah, which and needs to be. And also, like lot. if you're if you're Aaron Rodgers, do you really want to go to Pittsburgh? Like, you look at all the other quarterbacks. Like Matthew Stafford went to L.A. Tom Brady went to Tampa. What are what are we noticing about these places? Big markets, desirable places to to live in. Not mm-hmm. nice, warm weather. You can play golf. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh? No. No. Miami, I can see. Miami makes sense. I mean, I, I hear Pittsburgh. Houston may have an opening at quarterback. Oh, God. <laughs> no. No. <It's, laughs> that team, I, it, they, I, they're a borderline XFL team. I, I, who, who would, who would win in a game? The Texans or the other Crimson Tide? <laughs> I, Let's, I just honestly, rest, let's, let's just restart it. If Tyrod Taylor started a quarterback, definitely the, uh, the 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 Texans. But I don't know, man. Davis Mills is horrible. He's no, he's bad. He's really bad. Oh who, my god. Who would who would win between the Texans and the Jaguars? Davis Mills versus that, Trevor Lawrence. That's got to be coming up soon, now. I think it is, and I, I, you know what? I just I don't know this for a fact, but I would assume it's probably some random ass Thursday night game. And I pray, pray to the heavens that the NFL have spared us and they just shove that into a one o'clock where it could just get mixed in yeah. with the rest of the good games. And then the, and that could just happen. The, the Jets play both those teams, too. They do. I don't know. Do. Maybe the Jets aren't as laughable. I mean, they be, they did beat the Titans and the uh, the Bengals this year. They did. They did. And, the, and their, schedule Somehow. Coming, their schedule coming up is uh, is not too shabby. It's bad. Um, it's pretty well, bad. I mean, the don't next, they got to they got to play the Bills coming up now? Two weeks, two okay, weeks. That, that's the Colts, be, the Colts I don't know, Thursday, though, the, and then the Bills. I don't know. Did did anybody think that they would play the Bengals competitive after the last uh, couple of weeks? I think the only the only tough games that I can recall off Bills. of uh, off of the Jets schedule because we went over it on uh, Sunday night were were the Colts, the Bills, the Saints. Well, the Saints, who knows now, and the Bucks in week 17, but the rest, but the rest of the matchups were, were pretty good. They get the Texans, they get the Dolphins twice, they get the Jaguars, and there's one more team sprinkled in there that I can't, oh, the Eagles. Just sucks. I mean, they, they dropped a couple games and like the Atlanta game in London is kind of like the one that stings. Yeah. But yeah, but we will, uh, 
we will see with the jds jets 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 and that is that is going to be it for the emergency podcast thank you so much for listening and good luck with your uh with your waivers good luck with getting jeremy mcnichols hopefully this provided some sort of help and uh and some sort of comfort because yeah i'm i'm suffering with all of you that have derrick henry you know we're we're in the same boat we'll get through this together as we always do so again thank you for listening uh please check out the week eight review and then adam and i will be back on wednesday night or tomorrow night tuesday i don't know one of those nights we'll be doing a uh, another podcast that'll be coming out so make sure you're subscribed so you can get that right in your inbox for direct viewing so for jake i'm bird thank you so much for listening and we'll talk in there bye bye